Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Hello and welcome to the 183rd episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Sandy, you had a, you had a good day yesterday, right? You had a race? I had a, I had a good day. I had a long day yesterday. So we had the Queens 10K race, which happens in like Meadows Park, Meadows Corona Park, all the way out in Queens. It's like one stop before flushing. So on the 7 subway line, there are 21 stops total. Uh, I got on at the, I guess, second to last stop, depending on if you're looking from the Queen's perspective. Uh, the last stop is 34th Street, Hudson Yards, and I'll, I'll take the 7 to take to get to the Megabus stop. Um, so I'm, I'm one before that. Okay. Um, I was about to say, how often are you out that way? But yeah. I guess not not too uh, infrequently. Which, which airport is near there? Is it LaGuardia or is it JFK? JFK. JFK. Okay. Yeah, because when Lane no, it's and actually I... LaGuardia. It's actually I think LaGuardia is along the seven line. Gotcha. When Lane and I yeah. came up uh, about a year ago, we stayed up. I think around that that same area. I thought it was one stop before Flushing, but anywho. Um, so we uh yeah, it's like we had to. I mean, I'll I'll even sort of take a step back for a second. Our the race was supposed to be at seven forty five a.m. And one of my friends couldn't run it, so we gave their bib to Carolyn. Really? Yeah. When you so said like a, our race earlier, I was like, wait, did, did Carolyn run too? Yeah, so we I got wow. I sort of dragged Carolyn along. Um what was great was I mean we'll get to that. I'm, I'm like I feel like I'm jumping all over the place right now. So she was able to she had both had the desire and sort of the availability and the schedule to, to run this race. That was like very last minute. Like she found out basically like the night before if she would like the day before she was going to like, she had the opportunity to run it. Did she want to run it? And we, uh, so once she said, yes, we just said, all right, what we got to do is we got to go to bed super early because we woke up at five thirty AM yesterday right. to walk the dog, to give the dog a walk. Um, you know, let them poop and all that stuff, uh, and then feed them a little bit. Meanwhile, we left the house at 6.30, and then we took, we basically took the two train from 72nd down to 42nd. Thank God it was running express, because weekend train service in the city is such a crapshoot. And we then got on the 7 train, and it was 19 stops. I'm a little surprised you didn't take an Uber or a taxi or something. Yeah... That that would have been much more expensive. Yeah, this was just two seventy five. <laughs> Quicker but expensive. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, and it's uh, yeah, it took about an hour, and then we walked to the race, and then part of me was thinking like maybe I'll run with Carolyn since it's her first big race. Part of me was like, well, this is also like the six mile pace is also a good pace because that's where they. I think that's what they base your corral time off of, like a like a six mile ten k pace. So I was thinking, like, well, I've been doing all this training. Why don't I give it a shot to see if I can lower my my time by like a significant amount? Well, yeah. the The race start was at seven forty five a.m. and then we get there, and it's already starting to get really warm. Like the the summer is here at this point. Yep. Um, it's supposed to be 90 degrees today. It's like high 80s all week, and the days of like waking up where it's still like in the 50s in the morning, those days seem to be behind us. Um, the perfect weather is like high 40s, low 50s, where it's chilly if you were just standing out there not doing anything. But if you're running, like it just feels like it's so nice and chill. Um, we sort of separated and then we went to our own corrals, and so we're starting to run and the it's already trying to get warm, and to make things worse, my Spotify is not connecting. I'm outside. I got three bars. I'm on LTE, and it says, Spotify doesn't work offline. And I go, what the fuck do you mean Spotify doesn't work offline? I'm online. And so I keep, like, uh, 
starting and restarting the app and it's not connecting. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm not going to run 6.2 miles with no music. So why don't I just play whatever I have on Apple Music? And the only thing I had was Views <laughs> from Drake and Reza. That is not a good album to run to. <laughs> Views is so slow. I was about to say, it's a pretty slow album, isn't it? And I don't mind slow, but like his slow is just like rambling slow. <laughs> like, did your, he's got did all your these feelings views, slow. Did your ranking of views just drop during this run? Because of this, like, dude, Drake, you're just rambling, man. Come on, cuh. Yeah, right? Uh, it didn't drop too much. I still like a lot of songs on the album. The issue is that it's just way too, like, it wasn't getting me amped up. Like, I, I was going to play the Kanye V2 uh, playlist that I made, basically everything that was that made it out of the first round. I wanted to listen to that, but because spotify kept messing with me there was nothing i could do yeah so i listened to that and all right so music sucks right uh been up since 5 30 and long ass train ride and it's starting to get really warm the warmth really really sucked but what really sort of hurt was that the course itself was really narrow so it was about like maybe 75% or like even 60% the normal width of what I'm used to when I'm running these races. And mm. it felt like we were just running on top of each other all race. That sucks. And so like people who are running slow or people who are like in groups talking to each other like aren't able to – like I have to basically bob and weave really, really hard in the, in the beginning – yeah, to try and just really get out the way. And yeah, that really sucked. It was it was a lot of wasted energy trying to like get around people who were, you know, just relaxing, chilling. Um, and you're more than welcome to do that. I think just because different people are sort of have different things in mind of what they're trying to do, uh, it was just it was just tough to have to maneuver that. Yeah. But the heat, I don't, I'm trying to like, I go back and forth between what's worse, the heat or the fact that the corral was just really narrow. And I'm actually going to pull up uh, my race stats real quick. I should have done this earlier. Well, I basically ran a little bit faster than my normal time. But like, I think my I brought my pace down by like three seconds overall. But okay. I needed to bring it down by over... 20 seconds wow. to get it into the uh, the new corral. And so, you know, from a overarching standpoint, progress is progress. But yesterday was just a tough day to try and bring everything down uh, as significantly as I had originally planned. Yeah. So... The that heat was is, uh, the heat is crazy. Yeah, it's funny that like when I think about running, so would you say the heat is worse than extreme cold when it comes to yes. running? Because yes. with the cold, you can dress for it. I can dress for it. I can like the thing and about the cold. You warm up. Right. The thing about the cold is you don't actually need to wear a ton. You just have to make sure your skin isn't exposed. Okay. Because the cold is based on like uh, the wind blowing on your skin yeah and sort of like freezing your sweat that can be really painful or like the harshness of the wind blowing on your face can be really painful or breathing in really cold air can be really painful to your throat do so you cover all your these, face i yeah in the winter time i do okay um but i wear like really bright clothing because i i basically have like a like a balaclava that i can put on and just i don't want to seem threatening yeah. in a stupid way yeah because it's also dark in the you know in the in yeah. the winter time right so I'll wear, like, highlighter color clothing and, like, basically cover, like, my I – ha- I wear, like, a red thermal hat that my sister bought me, this, like, Under Armour thermal running cap that keeps my head nice and warm. Um, it also keeps my headphones in, and I'll just wear, like, an extra thing where the only things that are really exposed are my eyes. Gotcha. Yeah. But then the summer, you you know, the the most you can do is, like, take off take off the top, and that's about it. Yeah, but I don't like running that way. Like, yeah. I, I don't have the body or the, the, the confidence to 
to run without a shirt on. You gotta you gotta move past that, buddy. Ain't nobody care. Uh, I care. <laughs> no one no one else cares. Yeah. Um Anywho, sorry. Continue. Yes. So we uh so that was good and then Carolyn's goal was to run the entire time. And her so coming into the year, uh she wanted to be able to run a five K. Uh okay. she I don't think she had ever run a five K before. Her company sponsors a five K in July. And she, her, her basically her goal was like I want to be able to run a 5k um, we've been running a ton and also we've been taking this uh, these classes at this boutique uh, fitness gym called uh, Mile High Run Club they basically uh, have, it's like a treadmill class and they uh have they employ all of these like elite runners like these olympians or like d1 like distance athletes or sprinters and they basically like coach you throughout the class we took a class that was like an hour long it was a distance class and we've been seeing some great results in terms of being able to push yourself in a group setting is much more effective than pushing yourself when you're just out there by yourself and so we've taken a couple of those classes, and I uh, I knew that she had the ability to do it. Over Mother's Day weekend, I gave her my bib so that she could run this four-miler. And already four miles is longer than a 5K, right? So she, yep. we knew that she had the ability to do it. Um, but 6.2 is like an, a, a much higher order of magnitude. Um, when we're talking distance, it's not like a linear, uh, increase in distance, uh, in terms of physical exertion. Um, so there's all that. And what was nice was she said, because I didn't run with her, it didn't feel like I was potentially like adding a different level of motivation that might not have been as helpful. Uh, I think she really liked the fact that, you know, she could still figure out her own pace, but also just like, enjoy the race as much as she could. Because uh, on race day, there's so much adrenaline coursing through your body that like it can be really hard to manage all that without like burning out. Um, so it was good, I think, for her to sort of know what race day is like for her, and then really, uh, really work to improve that on the next time that she goes out there. But I think her pace was like eleven ten uh, overall, okay. which for someone who doesn't run or hadn't run a lot in the past, like that's that's amazing, you know, just to be able to to get there. Yeah. Uh, we uh, and then we sort of took. She got a medal as well. They were giving out like sort of like the Brooklyn oh, nice. half medals. Like I don't know why we got medals for this particular race, but hey, a medal's a medal, right? And yeah, that's really cool. That's really yeah. I don't know if I they do. You know, I don't know if they do engravings. I would like to get it engraved, but if they don't do engravings, that kind of sucks. I'm sort of, I'm looking at the back of it now. You sort of hear a jingling. It says finisher. Yeah, it says finisher in time. So I don't know if we're going to be able to get those engraved, but I'd like to. That's really cool. Um, I don't know if we, I can, I don't, I've never run that many miles like consistently. I wonder, I wonder if I would be, if I would be doing it 11 pace or if I'd be, if I'd be able to be a little faster. Um, when you go off for these runs, how, how long are you running for? I usually go for about a 5k, but I haven't been doing that for a bit. Um, the most running that I've been doing lately is in uh, CrossFit because when it comes to a workout, I guess I'm just figuring I'm paying for these CrossFit classes and I'm not right. paying for the run. So if I, if I'm, if I had the energy to work out, I'm like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to CrossFit. 100%. Um, the most that we run though in that class is like a mile at a time. And, and I actually ran my – so I ran my first mile, like, for time since, like, high school on Monday. And what did you get? Monday. Uh, I got 650, which I was pretty proud of. I think that's my fastest – I think that's, like, my fastest mile ever, obviously, since I haven't run it since high school. I think my I think my best high school time was, like, 730 or something like that, and I'm not sure how much I'd given it. Um, I don't think I've ever run a mile for time before. 
it's a weird thing to do, right? Because nowadays when you're running, you're not running just a mile. It's a, it's a, it's a completely different pace. And the, I was just keeping, I was just following this other dude who was, um, who was running. And I, I had, I started my Fitbit to try to keep up with, uh, to try to keep my own pace going because my goal was to run under seven minutes. And on the last like hundred meters, I still had a, I had a bit of energy. So I just, I just like pretty, I didn't sprint the whole hundred meters. But I, I turned it into a higher gear, and that the last like twenty five meters I probably sprinted. But uh, yeah, that was that's. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna run a mile again for a while. It's just not a. It's not a. It's not something you do. Yeah, I, I'm actually really curious to find out. Um, I think you should probably do it in the low sixes. You think so? Yeah, I do. When I look at your paces, especially like so, so you ran. You just ran six miles, right? And uh, and, and yeah. your pace was something like seven thirty. No, no seven, seven. I think it was a lot higher than Sorry, that. Sorry, I, I just I, I left your page, so yeah, I got to pull it back up. I'm pulling up right now. So you Let's ran see. at seven fifty. Seven forty nine. Yeah. Yeah, and your last five mile, you ran seven forty five, seven forty four. I don't know, man. I feel like you even. That's had, interesting. It's funny because like my five k pace was 7.48, and then my finish was 7.51. So my average pace was 7.49. I, I like that I was somewhat consistent. Right. And for your last five mile on uh, June 3rd, yeah. you, you, your fifth mile was 7.14 per mile. I don't wow. know. I, I feel like, considering you had just run four miles prior, and your, your That was a downhill mile, section of that course. Yeah, whatever. I, I, yeah. Think, I, think, I think for someone who's, who was running you know, four miles before and still be being able to keep a seven fourteen, even if it's downhill, is uh is pretty impressive. And if you were to if you were to try to just kick it into a higher gear for one full mile from start to finish, which I don't even think you're gonna do unless you're just super curious. I think you could Yeah, I don't do even it. know where to do it. I yeah. probably have to go to a there's a there's a track on one fifty fourth that I could probably go to. Yeah. Um and just to like do it. Uh that's probably four laps, right? Yeah, four yeah, laps four around laps. the high school track. Yep. Interesting. But just like give it, give it like your all, and and especially because the pacing is weird. You're like you're 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 caught. You're running, or at least I was running cautiously for the first three quarters of it, and and I know like we're not running it on a track or anything. We're just like running on the streets around the area. But I guess they've measured it out over time, or at some point, and so I'm just like sitting there thinking, okay. I feel pretty good. I'm not sure if I can take it up any higher right now. Let me just follow this dude in front of me, and we'll see how I feel on the next quarter. And that's pretty much how I operated the whole race. And I think the first time you'd run it, you might be a little you might be a little cautious. But the second time you run it, you might just you might crush your first time. Right. Anyway, this is this is a bit of a tangent. We weren't. No, to it's fine. This. It's just uh, it, what's what's nuts is. I've yeah I don't know what my fastest mile time is and I've like mentally it's sort of like a hurdle to be like dude you could run a mile under seven minutes just because that always to me always meant like oh you're like an elite runner you know you're in elite territory here yeah and I think one of the biggest challenges of most of my runs is starting too slow like warming up the body right right and so I wonder if it's one of those things where I should do what other people do, which is they start to jog towards the right the race, mm-hmm. and like they, they get their body warm a little bit. Yeah, because I usually walk to the race because I'm about that life, <laughs> and then like I walk into the corral, I like bend over to tie my shoe. That's considered stretching, <laughs> and then I just go. <laughs> so maybe I should do what people do. I'm always like, why are you guys running already? But now I realize that even yesterday, like I didn't feel my body didn't feel like running warmed up. Until about mile two, right? I will so, say warming up, warming up, running is kind of sucks. Like we were doing it before our mile, and I was like, "Yo, I'm tired before this." Um, but at the same time, I know that my body was a lot looser than it was when I had to come in. So had I come in and started that mile run, there's no shot that I would have gotten the yeah. time that I got. So if that's your fastest mile time, what is like your average five k time? My average five k time is about thirty minutes. I usually take it. I usually take it uh, just a little under ten minutes a mile. Oh, so I you're like, and I've never tried to break from that, and that's that's the thing that I felt after running that mile. I'm like, I don't like, 
I wasn't I wasn't completely exhausted or drained by the end of the mile. So first of all, I think maybe I could have run the mile a little quicker. But secondly, I like that wasn't my all. And if I'm able to run one mile in less than seven minutes, I, I wonder if I can do a 5K in like eight and a half minutes per mile. Interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah, I wonder if like you push yourself for a 5K. So obviously it's a different type of physical exertion what that would be like yeah in terms of the uh, the time that you got right um, endurance running has never been my forte it's never been something that i liked a lot um i think with i think with the crossfit training that i've been doing this last like six months i feel like when i so the the couple of times that i have run this year i've just felt a lot better than i have in the past like i'm just not as tired your I'm body's as, a lot stronger yeah yeah like I just, I just, I'm not getting my legs aren't getting as drained. So if if I'm gonna get tired, I feel like it's gonna be just I'm not getting enough oxygen. My my uh my internal my my heart is getting tired, but not my legs. That's the thing I think that's changed. That's massive. And I feel like I feel like my heart can keep up with 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 my legs right now. I think that's if that if this is making any sense to anybody, I feel like that's that that's the big difference that I've made over the last six months. So I'm I want to try to start incorporating runs into my workouts more. So trying to keep a consistent schedule with CrossFit, but the, the days that I'm not CrossFitting, I still make some type of run, even if it's not a 5K, just a couple of miles, just to get that that running going again. The uh, the CrossFit benefits that you're feeling are something that i need to incorporate more into my training too just overall strengthening the body so that your body doesn't feel as tired um it's sort of like uh like making running more mental than it already is because running is definitely a mental sport as well um it it's easier to deal with one thing yelling at you than two things yelling at you like if your brain's telling you to stop that's something that you can focus on and change that without needing to also figure out like, oh my God, my legs are tired, my core is sore, my shoulders are slumped, you know, like all that stuff. Yeah. So I feel like that's what's so good about uh, the benefits of what CrossFit has given you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, also just being there with other people. You'd mentioned this earlier, the running classes with the group. It's like a different, it's different when you're there running with other people. Um, when I'm doing CrossFit, it's, even if, even if other people aren't focusing on me, I don't want to fall behind and I'm usually able to keep, like, keep an eye on where other people are in the workouts, provided it's not too long. And so when I see other people, I'm just like constantly trying to keep up with them, whether they're doing more or less weight than I, I just have to keep like telling myself, no, you can keep pushing through. It's almost done. You know, you have this many left. Everyone else is doing it. You might as well keep going with it too. Yeah. And, and I just feel like, yeah, change it. it, It's helping me change my brain. So when I do work out on my own, I can say, well, I just did this in CrossFit the other day. There's no, there's no reason for me not to be able to to continue doing this by myself. The, uh, yeah, man, I'm telling you after this, People are saying I should start doing that before the marathon, but I think I have to start focusing on like longer runs for the marathon when the when the training officially starts to kick in. Uh, when is the marathon again? November fourth. November fourth. I gotta throw that on my calendar so I can come up. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. There's 26.2 miles for you to figure out where you want to be. Uh, I'm gonna be Most all over people, the place now. Uh, now I'll be able to see you more than twice. Yeah, right. Hopefully, last um, time you, you last time you ran faster than damn train, right? So. The what's funny though is most people, as I think most people are on the Manhattan side because the city gets really weird with how they block uh, streets off. So okay. I'll probably create like a Google map and you can probably put a pin down on places you want to be so I know where to look out for people. Okay. I'm gonna smell so bad. Oh, I'm gonna smell so bad. The only goals that I have, there's three goals, four goals. <laughs> three Just real keep goals. Them. Yeah, Just right. Keep there's like nine them. goals I have for this race. There's three goals I have for this race. One, to run the entire time. Uh, and it won't be at like a 750 pace or whatever, because to me, that's elite. And I think that most people, that's elite. Uh, so even if I'm doing like 11 or 12 minute miles at the end, just keep the keep the legs churning, you know? Uh, don't want to get hurt, obviously. 
That really should be number one. Uh, but most importantly, I don't want to shit myself. Because <laughs> that is a common enough occurrence. Shitting you- yourself and, like, chafing your nipples to the point where they bleed. Um, those are two things that are common, common occurrences. I'm not even kidding. You think I'm joking. No, I don't. I don't think you're joking. I, I know this. I know the chafing of the nipples is a very common thing. It happened to Annie Bernard when he had to run like one mile. Um, the office reference for those who are wondering. Um, <laughs> do you, how how do you pr- how do you protect yourself against that? So the cha- the nipple chafing comes down to two things. You can wear you can put on a body glide. Um, okay. It's basically like lubing yourself up. Uh, but with body glide, it can smell like absolute doo doo. Um, shitting yourself is much tougher because you, the physical exertion comes to a point where you're you're pushing your body so hard that you'll lose right. your faculties from time to time. So, do you do you wear a diaper to pr- just just in Fuck case? No, no. If I wear a diaper, there's that's like I'll start <laughs> bleeding around my crotch from all that chafing. Okay, so you just let it go. Just you just need a spare pair of pants just in case. Yeah, got it. Yeah, I'll, I will hold your pants for you if you need. The, the I, clean I, pair. Not, I was not, about to say. Not, I was not about to the say, dirty. Dude. No, that, that's going to the trash can. You ain't wearing those again. Let's be real. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, so all, all I have to say that, you know, the marathon training, um, I'm going to have to incorporate a lot more strength training and core training just to make my body uh, as strong as it can be taking on physical challenge like that. What's interesting is two weeks before the marathon, I run a half marathon in Staten Island. And oh, wow. then, like, two weeks before that, I run a 10-miler in the Bronx. Um, so it's, like, you know, races that slowly start to culminate in longer distances. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, it'll be nice because at a certain point, I feel like I'll be, you know, casually running 18-mile, 20-mile training runs. Yeah, you'd be like Casey Neistat at that point. Oh, God. I can't believe – what does he run every day? Like, half a marathon he, every day? He pretty much runs half a marathon every day. I haven't watched one of his videos for a bit, so I don't even know if he's keeping up with his runs. The the videos that I do catch, I feel, are more, like, explanations or talking about his life rather than just uh, um, documenting his life. But I think there was one video when he was talking about how he might not be able to run anymore because he had some condition in his leg. Turned out it was all good. He can He can still run. But he he said that he would run, I think, about 12 miles every day. And he's like, I could keep going. Like, I don't stop running because I'm tired. I stopped running because I have other stuff that I have to do to, for the, in, in the day. And he's like, he like broke down all the races that he's run. Like the, the sheer, like the number of, of marathons, half marathons, uh, I guess like ultra marathons or whatever that he's done. It's just, it's insane. When you can, when you can just like wake up in the morning, go run like 15 miles, like it's nothing. Right, I just and find he's that. not running it like it's nothing either. Like he's yeah, his he's pace. got pace. Yeah, he's got he's got some serious pace on it. Yeah, and then he just goes and gets a smoothie afterward. Yeah, <laughs> and like how do you like? Breakfast. Oh god, that's it. You know what I mean? Like I, I would need to eat so much food. To exactly yeah, to put in what I just used up. Yeah, I crave food intensely after after a workout. Hell but yeah, I, I certainly don't crave like. Like uh, junk food or crap food. Like no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna run and food. eat a pizza. No, you just crave food. Yeah. So it's like, all right, I can eat a big ass salad right now, but I'm not gonna just eat a shake. Like, nah, that's that's not gonna do it. Yeah. The uh, so, anyways, after the race, we got our, we sort of took each other's pictures with our medals in front of like, you know, the Men in Black scene in uh, Men in Black One, where uh, those flying saucers. Yeah. Like that's actually the park we were running in. Um, so I didn't realize that the picture that you had until just now had two pictures in it. I thought you had just uploaded the times. Oh, there you go. And now, now I'm swiping over. I'm like, oh, snap. Now now I see Carolyn ran too. Yeah. That's why uh, I'm so surprised. I really didn't realize that. The So after that, what we did was we had to take the long train home. Now, what's interesting about taking the long train home is... Everyone's taking the long train home. Everyone's taking the long train home. Everyone's now stinky and smelly uh, after a race. So it's trying to get warm out. And, like, we're just cooking this car, dude. Cooking this car with, with B.O. And it was 19 stops on the way there. It was 19 stops on the way back. 
And what sucks is, I mean, you were there for the first Brooklyn half that I ran. Like, your body starts to get stiff because you're just, like, yeah. locked into a position. Right. And so all I want to do is, like, you know, roll out my legs or whatever. And I can't I can't do any of that just because it's uh, it's impossible for, for me to have any sort of movement. Um, but Maybe I should uh, figure out how to bring my car up for the marathon <laughs> so this doesn't happen to you. Yeah, right. But, uh, I mean, good luck getting around the city because all mm-hmm. of the uh, – all the streets are shut down. All the streets are shut down. But we ended up going to the Smith. I was um, going to ask, did you go to the Smith? I was like, you haven't talked about the Smith on the podcast for like five, five, six weeks now. It's probably been longer. So yeah, did right. he go to the Smith? There we go. But uh, we, yeah, we went to the Smith for for breakfast. And then we actually ended up coming home right afterward and then taking a nap. Because nice. I think we had be, having been up since five thirty, and now it being like noon, we were like, you know what? Let's uh, let's try and regroup for a little bit. So we got in bed at like one, and woke up at like two, and then went and uh, did grocery shopping, uh, meal preps, and then we went out and met with uh, Earl and Ellen, uh, sort of like oh, a nice. double date night, and then yeah. we basically got back at eleven o'clock. Really? Yeah. And then we went to bed, and I woke up on Sunday. You woke up early, man. I woke up at, yeah. When did I, when did I slack you? You texted like, me like at 7, like, let me see, I, I can literally see the exact time right here. Uh, 7.36, I texted you back at 9.41. I went to bed at midnight, <laughs> Yeah. and I'm waking up at 9.41. I don't know what the hell, I don't know what was going on. Did you play Fortnite? No, no, I didn't do any, no, I played some Fallout last night, but otherwise I was just chilling, Lane and I were just chilling. I haven't played Fortnite in a while outside of mobile. I did a, I did a couple of squad jumps. It's so easy to farm on mobile, dude. Especially like <laughs> squad guys now. Like I don't, I'm not really looking to change those. Like especially if it's like a top six finish. What I'll do is I'll jump on the, jump the, the the big mountain next to Dusty Divot. Yeah. And just hide under a tree. And it's oh, like you're too funny. And you and you squad fill. <laughs> and I squad fill. <laughs> oh, you're such a dick. Yeah, I, I need to try that on on the Switch. I te- I showed you. I feel like you should be stomping kids on the Switch. I haven't played it, man. I've played. I think I've played like two, three games total on the Switch, and it's not be, like it, it's it's just not as fluid of a, of an experience. Everything. The reason why I can be pretty good on the Switch is because my brain can actually keep up with the pace of the game. I can keep up like the things that I want to do. The reason why I can't do it as fast is because the game, the system itself, won't allow it. On like a PC, no, I I can't I I, I can't think fast enough. Um, and on the console, maybe like on the Xbox, maybe it's just it's just right. But um, it's it's just a completely different experience. The people there are way worse. The aiming is way harder because the joystick, like the Joy-Con, if you're not using a pro pro controller, which I'm sure as hell not doing because I'm not paying like eighty dollars for a controller. Um, the this the joysticks just don't have very much room to you don't have very much room to work with, so you can't make these precise, sensitive movements on the Joy Cons because if you ta- like the only way you can adjust your your aim a little bit is just by like a really quick tap. And when I realized the other day is what's easiest to do is just. Rather than try to adjust the right stick, which is you know your rotation, so that you can keep keep up with somebody, it's just shift your character. Use the left joystick. Oh. Um, but yeah, got the first one on the switch. I I might try the squad option. I might pl- I might try squad no fill and go for my top six finish in squads to see how good I am there. Yeah, because I, mean, I feel like the why the, not? the competition in solos is horrible. It's amazing that this many people haven't played Fortnite, but um. Like especially like people that have the switch, but I think if I played squats, people would be even worse. And I don't know if there's any way to communicate on the switch yet. They don't have push to talk on that. I don't know that. I don't think because the way Nintendo has like hit Nintendo locks their system down. I don't know how if you can communicate. Like I don't. I don't think if I plug my headphones in, the microphone would would work. I could be wrong. I've never tried it. I'm not going to try it. But their system for their upcoming Nintendo Online service. Instead of like a party chat, well, they're going to have a party chat, but but you're not going to be able to use the system to communicate. You literally have to use your cell phone. You have to download an app on your cell phone to connect your Nintendo account and then speak to people through that. That's gross. Stupid. Stupid. It is. I'm not. I'm not playing. Stupid. The, I'm not playing the Switch 
to play. I'm not. I've never played the Switch with uh, with friends. Like I've never partied up or joined up with anybody. I've never played a multiplayer game. I think on the Switch, but it's just silly. Like you can't you can't really compete with the other services with these competitive games without it without some level of communication but i oh, think i oh, think it's, i think it's because the way the system is kind of marketed the way it works um you know it's 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 geared more towards kids and while they certainly do have you know games that are like rated m if you have a game like fortnite which i think is t t for teen um <laughs> yeah and you you they don't they don't want the kids plugging in their microphones and like partying up with with uh randoms like a squad no or squad fill and just yeah. have like all this vulgar language streaming left and right they don't want that that microsoft halo halo 2 halo 3 type of thing which i can understand 100%, i get that anyways um yeah i'm just saying like that's that's the only reason why i'm i'm playing this game the way i am uh just like get all this stuff done uh and i'm fine with it like is it i i lied i'm not really that fine with it um <laughs> it's just, it's a shitty way to play the game um i don't feel like i'm enjoying it nearly as much as i normally would uh, yeah just because i just feel like this season obviously life's gotten a lot busier uh, which is good which is a great thing all good things uh I just wish that there was like more times where you and I could get a session in and like sort of like that other day where we got that session where we got like almost three wins in a row. Yeah. We that was got crazy. Two, two wins out of three games and the third game in one of the in there we got a second place finish. Like those sort of sessions where you and I are both dialed in at the same time because there's been so many sessions where you'll play and I won't be locked in. Uh, or we'll play and you won't be locked in and it's just tough because it'll, it'll feel like the other person is constantly carrying the other person but those days where you and I are both doing relatively well uh, I think those are the days that are the most fun yeah I hear you yeah um, so yeah I mean I'm, long story short that was my day yesterday uh, how do we get here? I don't know who knows yeah. uh, how's your weekend been? my weekend's been really good um Yesterday, so yesterday I woke up. I went to CrossFit because I haven't been ever since our trips, like the honeymoon, LA, uh, Majub's graduation, like in Rochester, and then my brother's wedding in in, uh, in uh, Indiana. I'm looking at my calendar. I don't I don't know how many times I've been to CrossFit three times in one week. Maybe like maybe like once or twice since we've been back from all these trips. So I that was usually my goal: go three times in one week. Um, Laney usually goes like five times in one week, which is pretty ridiculous. Um, but so I, I hadn't, I wasn't able to make it on Friday because I needed to go to the DMV, which I don't think I actually told you a story about. Oh, right. So I need to get my car registered, right? And since I moved from Pennsylvania, I need to get, I need to get Delaware plates and, or at least just register my car in Delaware, which I think also needs or requires Delaware plates. So. I went to the DMV to try to take care of this. If you go to the if you go to Delaware DMV's website, they tell you that you got to do a few things. One, you need proof of insurance, and then you need to get your car inspected in Delaware. It just needs to you know pass safety and emissions testings, right? And then they tell you that you need to transfer the title over to uh, you need to have your your title with you. And so if you have a lien on your car, which I do for another year, uh, I don't have my title. The bank has the title, and so you need to have the bank transfer the title to the DMV. And then they can say, okay, the car's yours. It's path inspection. You got insurance. Um, you're good. Uh, and they, and they give you, they give you, they allow you your registration. Um, so I did that. I went to there, I went there to do the inspection. And the guy asked, like, he's like, uh, is your car, like, do you have the title with you or something like that? And I explained, I basically explained, you know, what the situation was. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, uh, why don't you go, like, talk to somebody inside, basically? I was like, okay. So went inside, picked up a number, went to the window, uh, spoke with the woman. And by the way, the Delaware DMV is is a way like a million times better experience than Pennsylvania's DMV ever was for me. Yeah. You, Pennsylvania DMV, when I needed to go get my like my first license and then I needed to get my license renewed, before I think I knew about the photo centers, I was just waiting in the line that literally streamed outside, and I was waiting in the line for like an hour. At the Delaware DMV, it's like a big building. 
it's almost like an airport with all like the windows, like the ticketing windows or whatever. And then they have seats available for everybody. It's air conditioned. They got like TVs or whatever, just like news headlines playing. And uh, I was probably waiting for like less than 10 minutes by the time I, by the time I, wow, from the time that I got my here. ticket to the time that I went to the window. Yeah, seriously. So it, it was not, it wasn't like a miserable experience. I was just reading, I was reading a book. I was reading the Night of the, King, of the Seven Kingdoms on my phone while I got called up. And the woman's like, yeah, it, it's not here. I was like, oh, interesting. Because I contacted my bank. They were like, it's held electronically with the state of Delaware. Didn't fully understand what that meant. But I thought that meant that the Delaware DMV would have access to it. But it turns out that's not the case. The titles held electronically by the state of Delaware does not mean that the Delaware DMV has access to it. The they require the – I don't even know, man. I really don't know. Like that's the funny thing when you hear – when you when you're – when you need some information or you need something and someone speaks to you because this is something that they deal with all the time and they kind of take for granted that other people aren't going to understand this. Right. And this is, this is something that I've kind of like – I've certainly – I've experienced not just – this wasn't the first time experiencing that this week. But I think I, – I try to be cautious with that when it comes to what I do too. When you like start speaking to somebody about when you're some when someone say someone's asking you for your advice at work and they're like, oh, how do you do this? They've never done it before. And you start speaking to them, and if you get too technical, they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, you can see in their face. They might not say it, but you can see it in their face. They're like, I'm not following anymore. And you're like, I got to – you got to think, okay, this isn't working. We got we to gotta rephrase. Um, this isn't the most complicated thing in the world, but because I don't work with this, or because I don't experience this, I don't – I really didn't understand what that meant. And so I, I should have I should have replied to the message that I got from TD Bank and been like, so does that mean I can just go to the DMV and get it? What I have to do actually is um, I need to have my bank literally send the original copy of the title to the Delaware DMV and tell them which office to send it to. But I can't tell my bank to do that. I need to tell the DMV to send a request to my bank for the original title. I didn't find this out till I came home. So now I need to go back to the DMV on Monday tomorrow and have them write a letter or fax a letter to my bank. To then request the original title, which then has to be mailed over to the DMV, oh, so that God. I can so that I can get the uh, the thing done. So I have to make at least two trips to the DMV to get this done. Um, it's not the worst thing in the world. It was a little annoying, but like I said, the process a wasn't a little su- annoying. It wasn't super like long, but um, because I've been kind of slacking, I've been like really lackadaisical about this whole thing. It's it is my fault. I do acknowledge that. So I can't be mad at anyone other than myself, and I don't find the whole like I. Because I haven't really put that much effort into this, I don't find it horribly annoying right now. But yeah, uh, that, good that was, about it. That was Friday. Uh, Saturday, Saturday woke up, went to CrossFit, uh, got a really good workout done that day, and then. Do you feel a lot better? Like at, at this point in your CrossFit career, like how do you feel I compared do. to when you first started? Yeah, like I said, doing that that mile time, the mile work. So I did the mile. The mile time that I had, like the goal that I'd set for myself was something that I set that day. But in the the second half of the class, because running a mile doesn't take that long when you have an hour for a class. Second half of the class, we had some um, auxiliary work, which is just like extra work to make up for the time, the leftover, to make up the leftover time and give yourself another good workout. And so what we were doing were handstand pushups. And I've never done a handstand pushup. And at the beginning of the year, I think it was, no, it was a little later. It was probably like in February. Um, one of the coaches came up with the idea of setting like uh, on like this little like blackboard like thing that they have um, write in chalk one of your goals for the year or, or a couple goals for the year and so I had two goals uh, muscle up by while you know doing kipping I'm not going to be doing a strict muscle up and the second goal was a handstand push up and so the second half of the class was to do some handstand push ups and so I, I gave it a try and I was able to do it so that one I was really excited oh, that's about awesome. because that's awesome. That one, I don't know how close I was in the past, but I just didn't feel like I was there, and I was able to do it like no problem. I was able to do I was able to do two in a row, which I'm sure you know many other people could do multiple, but for me that was. I don't think I do was, a handstand. Uh, <laughs> well, it's against the wall. I, I should I forgot to mention that it's definitely it's against the wall, so that makes it a lot easier. At least uh, it, at least nailing out the handstand part. Okay. But then going down, um, we use ab mats uh, again on the floor, so your head's not completely touching the floor. Your head's probably like two inches above the floor, but still, getting from getting your head from that point or getting your body from that point and then and just pushing back up is is a lot of work. And so I was really happy that I was able to do that. And that was one of the uh, that was one of the points of progress that I've seen 
Um, and then obviously how I feel when I run, I just feel like I, I, I have a lot more to give than I had in the past. Um, afterward, I came home, did some chores, did some chores. So cut the grass, did some laundry, clean the dishes. Um, Lena was out for, for a bit in the morning with her mom. So she came home. We watched American Made on HBO with uh, Tom Cruise. It's pretty good. There's a lot of similarities to Lord of War. Yeah, I mean, it's a there's, similar story. Yeah, there's certain scenes I'm like, that's just copy and paste. Like, really? the, the lines, the, yeah, there's, there's one uh, part. I'm not, I'm not no. going to spoil it because I think you should still watch it. It's, it's a pretty good movie and it's, it's on HBO, so, you know. Right. I've been meaning to watch it. I wanted to see it in the theaters. Yeah, me too. I didn't know that it was on HBO. I was just looking for something to watch. I was, I'd been watching Westworld, actually. I just finished season one yesterday before Lainey came back, which was really good. And, uh, I I just I saw that that was there. I was like, oh, let's watch this. I wanted to see it. I think I had movie pass at the time when it was out, but I think it was early in my movie passing career, and so I just I I just couldn't have been troubled to get out of the house for a movie that I wasn't super passionate about. Which nowadays I'd be like, all right, let's do it. Why not, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was that was good. I would definitely watch it. Um. And then afterward, what did we do? I think Lena took a nap. I played a little bit of Fallout. Uh, then for Father's Day, we're going to my parents' house uh, to visit my dad for a little bit. Oh, good! And Lena made him a cheesecake, so I helped. I helped her. I was her uh, her co baker. I was her sous baker. Sous baker. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then we crashed relatively early last night. Relatively. Dude, sleeping sleeping early, even on weekends, is such a great thing to do. I, I just love. I love like getting a good night's sleep. And waking up and like it being like seven a.m. Be like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I think yesterday. Yesterday I woke up at seven a.m., but that was also intentional because I needed to get to the CrossFit class for eight. But I, I, I woke up. I didn't. I didn't set an alarm for that. I just woke up. Yeah, you know what that is, right? That's that. Yeah, we ride in today. <laughs> that well, feel. That's, that, that's how I would have thought today would have gone. And somehow I woke up and it was nine forty-five. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. I woke up. I woke up at six forty-five. And I was like, nah, it's a little too early. I went back to sleep thinking I'd wake up like less than an hour. I was very wrong about that one. It's, uh, I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. Fortnite is helping you wake up early. I think what, I think what's interesting is, <laughs> I don't think it's Fortnite. I uh, think, no. uh, eh, no, I think it's, uh, these, these slow changes in life. These, uh, these, you're getting older and, uh, the responsibilities, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe Wait. it's just that I got married. Maybe that's all. Maybe, maybe that's, that's all it is. Hey, you said didn't you see that movie recently with Elena about dogs? Uh, Isle of Dogs. Uh, was did you and Elena see Isle of Dogs? Yeah. Was that was that very recent? Yeah, we saw it in. Uh, where did we see it? We saw it in L.A. We saw it a few like oh, a no, month no, no. ago. I thought you saw. I thought you said you two were seeing a movie recently. Oh, with the yeah, we were supposed to see that. I think today, this morning, we were thinking about seeing it. It was it was going to be shown like at ten forty five, so we missed that. Uh, yeah, it's probably even earlier than that. Yeah, uh, show dogs with uh with like Will Arnett, ludicrous voices, one of the dogs. It 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 looked really bad, but we were just going to see it anyway. <laughs> you need to see the movie Tag. Oh, we're definitely seeing that. It's really good. So that's the one. So anybody who's going to see Tag, I'm just going to advertise this for Lena. Um, we saw the trailer for it, and there's a scene where Jeremy Renner is getting married. And the woman that he's marrying is wearing the dress that that Lena wore for our, our wedding. I didn't realize so, the train was that long. It's not Hers wasn't that long, so maybe hers was longer. I'm not, I'm not sure... I can't remember where I guess I don't think the I don't think the trailer showed it like that, but the top of it, at least the top like three quarters of it, was the same dress. Gotcha. Yeah, it just I remember there's a scene where they you see the whole dress and it's like, oh wow, that's that's really uh it's a really long train. Interesting. Yeah, Lena wasn't about that life, so she just didn't have one. Um, she didn't want like dragon everywhere, trying yeah. to be dancing it and stuff. Gotcha. The the movie is really good, and wholly recommend it. It's just, it's it's based on a Wall Street Journal story about these guys, these a group of ten guys. Who, was it ten? Wow! I didn't it was in it was the 10. original story. It was ten yeah, guys yeah. who um, started the game of tag in high school, and then every month 
or the same month every sort of every year afterward, yeah, the game was on. So eleven months you're safe, but then for that one month out of the year, the game is on, and these ten friends, even though they moved and they got like wives and whatnot, like the game continued and it was still like super intense. <laughs> um, so it was it was a great movie. I think Carolyn and I both really enjoy that movie. It's it's got a really it's funny throughout the whole thing. All the yeah. actors have really uh, they play off of each other really well. Hannibal Burris absolutely destroys it in that movie. He's so funny in that movie. <laughs> That's um, really good. Huh? Yeah, and uh, it's just a it has a good sort of message at the end of the movie. So that was surprisingly endearing. Yeah. Um, I still need to see. Uh, oh, do Sicario two is coming out? I'm so oh, excited exactly. for that. Um, we got we got it. We got to do a trip to see that. <laughs> we got to yeah, see that together. We got to see Sicario too. We, we should probably see Sicario one for the ninth time again. I've only seen it once though. Oh, I've seen yeah. I've seen that movie many times. Um, but Jurassic World is coming out. Uh, oh, Incredibles two. Yeah, I'm seeing that one. That one is out now. I'm I'm trying to see that one soon with uh Landon's stepdad. Gotcha. I think uh, I, I just saw I saw a post on the MoviePass subreddit. People were someone was saying it like it was impossible to find tickets for Incredibles two, so oh, it could yeah. be difficult to use a MoviePass on it because you you know Fair like enough. we had the issue that we had with uh, Avenger what no Black Panther trying to find seats um, the day of the movie. Yeah, um, cool. Yeah, let me uh, let me know how that cheesecake is. Thanks for sending me a slice and. <laughs> Let me know what you think about Tag when you go see it. Yeah, we'll do. I'll let you know. Yeah. I got to get out of here, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. All right. But it was good. Good catching up. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, uh, I'm Russell. I'm Sandy. Thanks for uh, so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week.